Welcome to The Scope. Entertainment, intrigue, and good conversation. Catch Mike and friends for the next hour on The Scope. It might be Super Bowl time, but in the studio today, we have a different type of coach to help us grab what we love and deserve out of life. You are listening to The Scope on WTKS 1041 Real Radio. Thank you for joining us. This is your host, Mike. We are here to inspire you every Saturday morning and challenge your thoughts with hot topics, entertainment, and issues that affect us all. With us in the studio is our producer and friend, Taryn. Hi, Mike. This episode is sponsored by Universal Tire and Auto, home of the Buy Four Tires, Get a Free Alignment. Visit UniversalTireAndAuto.com for more information. Boy, do we have a treat for you today. Mm -hmm. Trust me, you will want to stay tuned because we have with us the powerhouse of motivation, business life strategist, and my personal friend, Cynthia Blackwell. But first, let's head over to Taryn for our weekly scoop on the scope, news and entertainment you may have missed. Thank you, Mike. So this is the scoop on the scope. A tornado hits Tallahassee, Florida, shutting down the airport, knocked out the radar. At least one plane was knocked over and a few were moved around. (laughs) Well, no, not like the gigantic planes. I'm not talking a jet. I'm talking like little, you know, little planes, but still. (laughs) Seminole County children's book author and her husband accused of abusing and imprisoning three of their adopted children, all under the age of 12, to the extent that one had to be hospitalized. Jennifer Wolfall is still in jail without bond, and her husband, Joseph, will have to his bond set Tuesday. I think a lot more is going to come out of this Hold later. on. She's, a, she's an author of what? A children's book. Oh. But, you know, the company that published her book, yeah. they said, and I quote, they're going to do everything in their power to seize commercialization of her book. So. Wow. Yeah. On to lighter news. Oklahoma may soon have an official Bigfoot hunting season. <laughs> <laughs> do okay. tell, please. Do, do tell, you interested. Oklahoma Rep. Justin Humphrey introduced a new bill into the state legislature in an attempt to open up licenses for a Bigfoot hunting season. So they will be regulated with, by the Oklahoma Wildlife Conservation Commission, just like you go hunting for a deer or you know, you'll have a season seasonal dates so the dates will be set so that you can hunt for or rather capture the mythical creature so it's not a hunting season it's a capture it's a capture season (laughs) so humphrey felt that it would be a great way to draw people to his state and for them to have fun he's also hoping to secure a bounty so if you go to oklahoma and if you want to go during bigfoot hunting season you may potentially get twenty five thousand dollars if you capture him or her do you believe in bigfoot no. Do you? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he said that there are folks that do and don't. I mean, like, there's, there's honest to God folks that do. that do. No, no. I've actually had some people that, you know, kind of were willing to, like, put them up and go, <laughs> no, I, I know. I, I know it exists. So. <laughs> so the movie was good. Did you see Bigfoot with Chevy Chase? No. I think it was called Bigfoot. No, something else, but it still looked like a Bigfoot. In Los Angeles, the Men's Groomer Foundation gives haircuts to homeless. At one point in his life, Jason was addicted to crack, and after a year-long program, he wanted to help those in need. So he believes a haircut can change a person's life, give them confidence and a second chance. Giving back. That's very sweet. That's right. Very sweet. 
George Toma, 91, mm -hmm. groundskeeper, has prepared the fields for every Super Bowl played. Wow. Ed Mangan, NFL field director, said he's the guy who was at Super Bowl number one. Wow. We're coming up on Super Bowl 55. Uh-huh. Next. Next week. week. And, and he said none of us were there, and he is just a walking history book. And if I may add. He's still working. Oh, yeah. Oh, I guess he's Work tradition, keeps you, you young. <laughs> and if I may yeah, add, next week we have a very special Super Bowl special. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I that is so. your scoop on the scope. I know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I really have a very sweet story. Oh. May I okay. share? Sure. Go ahead. Um. Today, well, no, not today. I mean, this this uh, this month marks the uh, birthday of Bill Cranick. Okay. What Shouldn't about? Shouldn't you say who's Bill? Okay, Cranick? Who, who is Bill? Cranick? <laughs> who is Bill Cranick? Come on, man, help me out here. <laughs> All right. Well, first, before we go to Bill Cranick, let's talk about Ma Mary Cranick. Okay, Mike has to set the stage for his story. All I right, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, picture this. <clears throat> 24-year-old native Minnesota young lady. Okay. Pregnant, nine mm -hmm. months pregnant, heading home from a town to where she lives out in the country, like way country forest type. Okay. few miles away. Mm -hmm. She's driving in a snowstorm. Heading home, almost term in pregnancy mm. in 2014. Okay. And her car breaks down. Just a little before halfway to the house. Okay. So it's a few miles. So we're going to say about maybe three or four miles away mm -hmm. that she broke down. Um, she gets out of the car. She realizes she can't, the car's not running. It's cold. It's snowing heavy. Mm -hmm. What does she do? I don't know. What does she, she do? Turns, she looks around. She says, yeah, I think it's closer back to town. So she puts her stuff, a backpack and everything, and just heads on back to town. Well, she starts walking. She figures it's a little shorter through the forest, so she cuts through the forest. About a half an hour into it, she starts labor pain. Uh-oh. <laughs> Um, pain is overwhelming. Her first baby. Okay. She doesn't know what to do. Yeah. And really in pain, cold, hungry. She doesn't know what to do. Young girl. Well, 24, um, looks around, sees under a tree. The snow is kind of a little lighter than the rest. They were expect actually, they ended up having four, uh, having four and a half feet of snow. So she goes and sits under the tree as the pain starts to get more and more intensified. She kind of uh, loses consci consciousness. Okay. And she's getting colder, hypothermia sitting in. She wakes up a while later in the article. By the way, this is a true story. In the In the news article, she says, I don't know how long. I had lost consciousness for when she wakes up much to her surprise, she finds a wolf on her chest, a <gasps> silver, huge wolf. 
And she looks around. She's surrounded by a pack of wolves. Oh, my gosh. They're keeping her warm as a blanket. Wow. She goes through, obviously, delivery. (laughs) One of the wolves Mm -hmm. kind of nudges or kind of pushes the baby towards the mother. And as another wolf chews on the umbilical cord, it's all there in an article. All you have to do is uh, Google her name, Mary Cranick. Yep. And and this was in January 2014. So when Billy Boy was born. Uh Uh-huh. And they kept them warm, both of them. Well, meanwhile, on the other side of town, <laughs> the husband is sitting there going, where's my wife? She should have been here hours ago. Yeah. Well, he gathers the friends, the neighbors, whatever, and they get into a four by a big four by four and start heading into town. By the time they got to her car, you can see from the picture, it, you could barely see the the uh, the top of the car. Okay. This is how much snow they got. Mm-hmm. So they realize what's going on. They fo- they see some, you know, footprints, whatever. They follow in the snow. Eventually, they get to where she's at. And one of the neighbors is the first ones to spot. He sees a pack of wolf around something. Mm-hmm. So they are all terrified. They don't know what's going on. He shoots in the air to, and the wolves kind of step away for only a few feet, mm-hmm. a few yards, actually, a few yards away from her to allow them to come rescue her. Meanwhile, they're looking on, making sure that she's okay. That's an amazing story. And um, they come in, rescue her. Within an hour, she was at the hospital with the baby. They're doing well. well I see. I thought you were going to say Billy somebody scooped her seven. up and sent her to the hospital. You know what I mean? That's Billy amazing. It just celebrated his Thanks birthday. to the wolves. Yes. It's, it's an amazing, I mean, I was listening to it this morning at about five o'clock this morning and, and I'm like, you know what? I got to share this story, but you can, one. you could see it. It's, it's, uh, it made headlines. Uh, the headline, as a matter of fact, says Wolfpack helps woman give birth to baby. That's an awesome one. It's an awesome story. Yeah. All right. And, you uh, outdid me. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right. So, um, back to our show. Like I said, this really touched me. So I figured I'd share it. Um, it, Cynthia is such a treat. Trust me, you really will want to stay tuned with us. Uh, We have a powerhouse of motivation, business life strategist, and my personal friend, as I said, uh, Cynthia. Uh, You know, do you believe in, uh, do you believe in yourself to be successful, Taryn? Oh, I mean, that's a tricky question. Because I think a lot of people, and I think a lot of people right now, I mean, I work full time, but I'm also a stay at home mom mm-hmm. too. But which for me, that's hard. I mean, I started, I mean, out of college, I was like a firecracker. I moved to the big city. I worked in corporate. I did like a total flip when I became a mom and I ended up staying home in the early 2000s. Um, but you don't, you don't view success in the same way. I feel like, you know, you're raising your kids future leaders, yada, yada, yada. But as a woman, um, sometimes that position is very hard to quantify your success, you know? Exactly. Everything sort of kind of flips. I mean, and I do feel like in in that way, in choosing that type of lifestyle, I have lost a little bit of myself, but I feel like as I'm getting older and as my kids are getting older, I'm starting to kind of go back to that 
young 20, you know, like that young 25 year old before she started doing, um, you know, a life as a stay at home mom and everything. Mm -hmm. I'm starting to kind of go back to that person that's there. That's still there, slightly different, but I don't know. So success is, is really tricky to, it's not necessarily all about, let me help you out. Hold on. Yeah. (laughs) Um, you know, success to you and me are uh, completely different. I mean, to, to each person is different. Uh, if you look at definition of success or what I was taught at least, you know, many, many, many moons ago, uh, it's the realization of a worthwhile dream or goal. So it's your dream, your goal, whatever it is and whatever you succeed at. So you have to set the goal. You have to know uh, who you are. But remember something. Uh, while you and I may have the same goal, each one of us goes about it a different way, mm-hmm. uh, navigates it or navigates the way to it in a different way. And that's part of us knowing who we are, what we are, and um, the self-awareness process, I guess. And that's where I believe Cynthia today is going to help us tremendously. So please introduce Cynthia for us. Okay. So joining us today is Cynthia Blackwell. She is a business and life strategist, author, trainer, and speaker. Cynthia is passionate about helping her clients live the life they love and deserve by customizing their coaching experience. Cynthia's high energy, desire for her clients to dream big, and robust personalized coaching place her in a class as unique as her. Her new book, The Magic of Three, A Roadmap to Massive Success, is scheduled to launch April 1st. Cynthia, good morning. Good morning. How good are morning, you? Good morning, Cynthia. <laughs> We're doing wonder. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Are you kidding? I, my coffee cup is full of Colombian coffee, and it says, hello, Saturday. I love you. <laughs> You don't have one, like, different one for different days of the week, do you? Yes, absolutely. Um, I do. And the other day, I was uh, last week, and I went shopping with one of my daughters. And Mm -hmm. I immediately go looking at coffee cups, and I buy me three more. And she's like, Mother, seriously? There's (laughs) a few in the cabinet. Stop buying coffee cups. I'm like, listen, I like coffee cups, so back off. Just know you're probably going to take a couple home with you in your purse today. That's funny. You know, it's funny. My my uh, my fifteen year old actually loves to collect coffee cups. She's got cups from all over the place. The problem is my sink uh, is not metal. It's it's um, porcelain, um, and and whatever you put in there, if you don't really place it very nicely and gently, it cracks or breaks the cup. So I've been guilty of cracking a few cups for her, <laughs> which is not very nice. But hey, um, so Cynthia, talking about. Yeah. Our, um, as as you heard us uh, talk in the beginning, and talk about uh, success, and um, you know, obviously, success to her, to me, to you, to uh, the next person, and the third person are different things. And one of the things that that you are uh, an authority to speak on is the uh, the, the the process of the self awareness, and without self awareness. I don't think there'll be success. Am I right? Um, there'll be a, um, you are right. There'll be a perceived um, or a perception of little wins, but the little wins will be few and far between because there will be so many more frustrations, if that makes sense. 
Yeah. Um, when we're self-aware, um, have y'all ever heard the term, if you want things to change around you, your environment to change, you have to change what's going on within you. It's got to mm-hmm. start in the inside to spew out to yeah. make changes. Yeah. And so well, that's why self-awareness is key to true massive success or truly uh, uh, obtaining success. Yeah. Make you sense? know. I absolutely. I heard um, it's probably like uh, one author or or one speaker I heard many again many years ago. You know, after a while, I'm sorry, old age is catching up, so everything tends to kind of mush together. But if I remember correctly, it was take self inventory, and I think that's that's probably what he meant is the self awareness. Potentially, yes. You know what. It's, it's funny because as, um, you know, Mike, you and I are pretty close to the same age. And so when we were kids. Oh, I better know, not say I'm old then. But, <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Well, I'm younger than you. I'll take it. Okay. There you go. <laughs> um, but, you know, people used to say um, that children should be seen and not heard, you know, or. Yeah. You know, little cliche things like that, mental health, it wasn't a thing. And, you know, you didn't cry. And um, it, it, and just the things were very different. Whereas um, today we have terms and approaches such as servant leadership and being cognizant about being a leader at work, not a manager. We manage processes and procedures. We lead people to be successful. So self-awareness is Rather, um, in the a, a toddler stage, I would say, not, uh, not very many people, not as many people embrace it as mm-hmm. they should, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, when I, sometimes when I say self-awareness to someone, they're like, I, I get one of two answers or three. Uh, one will be uh, the look like, look in the mirror, be self-aware. What? Are you kidding? Hell no, I don't want to do that. Ew, that would be ugly and painful. Um, or I get the, um, yeah, that's irrelevant. I need to take care of what's going on in front of me and my team and engagement and conflict. I don't know why you're telling me I need to look at me. You know what I mean? And self-awareness. Or the third answer that I get is, um, yeah, I don't think that that's necessary. Where is that coming from? That's, you know, Um, foo-foo. So, you know, you just get, I get a diverse, um, Diverse response, response from people. Yeah. But self-awareness yeah. is key. And, and what self-awareness means, and when I say that to clients as we're talking or prospective clients, I elaborate on it. I don't just say, yeah, we're going to work on your self-awareness. You I'll know, say you, something like, well, we're going to work on your self-awareness, you know, but other stuff, yeah. ooh. You know, you just brought up a very important question in my mind, um, which I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave I you with a question. Like, Um, and, and, and that question, um, uh, I I think is very relevant and important, but you know, we got to take a break, but let me, let me give you the question and then we'll come back and answer it after the break. Uh, the question is, uh, how does like personality testing, like the disc, you know, personality test that everybody knows I've, I've done 
probably, I don't know, about five or six of them uh, in the past. How does something like this help you start your uh your awareness don't hold that thought don't answer yet (laughs) we'll be right back after the break you are listening to the scope on wtks 1041 real radio welcome back to the scope entertainment intrigue and good conversation catch up with mike and friends right now if you're just tuning in this is the scope on 1041 real radio I'm your host, Mike, and today we are talking with a life strategist, author, and speaker, Cynthia Blackwell, about how to navigate the world of today through self-awareness. So, welcome back, Cynthia. Um, Thank you. All right. Uh, So, the question, like I said, those, um, you know, starting the self-awareness maybe with with one of those uh, personality tests that kind of lets us know where we fall on um uh on the ch- uh, you know on the graph on the chart well mike had me take one last night i am <laughs> so curious what mike's is what did you end up getting on your personality test influencer what was yours um mine was compliance <laughs> <laughs> What was yours, uh, Cynthia? Oh, well, mine is I'm a high ID. So yeah, mine here's was what, here's ID, what, I believe. Yeah. yeah. What, is, what does ID mean? Influencer. So, I, so DISC, this is why I love DISC, um, is because it, wherever your dot falls on the graph, it's mm-hmm. pretty, pretty quickly you know who you are and what your pace is and what your priorities are. Okay. So yep. the D stands for direct, dominant and demanding. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> so the I stands for influential, inspiring, and it's not an I, but cheerleader. Okay. Yes. And so the C stands for Miss Tara, conscientious, calculated, and um, um, very uh, conscientious. You think about what you're going to say before you say it. It's got to be correct. Now, here's what I find fascinating about um, DISC and personalities. Now, there, as you mentioned, Mike, there are several that are out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and what's key is in doing these for self-awareness is you learn a little bit more about yourself. And what I always encourage is the number one most important relationship that you will have in life is with yourself because yourself never goes away. You don't break up with yourself. You don't outgrow yourself. You don't move out from your self-help. Yeah, you're stuck with yourself. You're stuck, right? You know, and it's funny (laughs) because the test, the, the Cynthia, the test that I took it was going through asking me to kind of do thumbs up or thumbs down. So thumbs up to the, the item that was most relevant to me and then thumbs down to the item in that little group that was just absolutely not myself. And it's obviously your own opinion of yourself. And I was going through, I was like, I just don't know if it's going to get me. It got me. I mean, like <laughs> it got me, you know, I got myself, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, exactly. And didn't that, did, did it surprise you um, when you're looking at the results? Or did you say, well, no, I'm not really surprised. Yeah, that's me. 
You, you no, see, it, there's a little bit of surprise, but at the same time, you're going, mm, yeah, no, that's me. No, that's me, and and I can honest and and Mike, yep, yeah, that's Mike. Yeah, I just well, yeah when I when I uh, yeah. when I open mine, yeah, it is high ID. Yep. <laughs> so, is there a place where people can go to take these personality tests, or you just Google personality test or disc test, and they can try to see what their personality type is? Um. Well, yes, you can do it on your own. You can just do a search. Uh, now, I there are um, multiple personality profile assessments out there and each one does something a little bit different one gives you high level another gives you in other words just about your personality another gives you a lot more details about your behavior about your thinking myers-briggs for example Um, i personally love disc because of the simplicity of it um uh and it's just very direct for me it's just easiest for me and I love it. Um, yeah. And so uh, if you just do a search for um, disc free assessment, you will find it and you can do it yourself. Um, and so read the results. And what I always say to clients is print out the graph sheet that shows you the four personalities on a graph. So yep. then that way you can see where your dot is. For example, let's take Mike as an example, because Mike yes. and I are very similar. Yes. In that he's <laughs> a high ID. I'm an ID as well. And, uh, um, and so side note, here's what I typically find with most people. Um, over 50% of people have a primary and a secondary, like Mike and I do. High I going towards D. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a, and then a, another small percentage, smaller percentage will just be very strong only in one and have a primary. Now, yep. we all have characteristics of all four of the personalities on a good day and a bad day, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but and, and then also, here's another funny for us to take into consideration. Our personality at work and our personality at home for most people, 80%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, what's funny okay. when I took. Oh, go ahead, Cynthia. Oh, no, I was. I, I stopped so you could say something. What I was going to say was, is that when I took the test, I sat there and I thought to myself, okay, be real with yourself. If I chose this answer, what would my husband say? Like, would he agree with me or yeah, disagree with yeah, me? Correct. You know what I mean? Because I was trying to figure out some of the things and I fell between compliance at like 38%, but then steady, what was it? What is it called? Steadiness at 35%. Yes. So I'm kind of a C, yes. what do you call it? A CS. Yes, you are. Um, so where did you his head. <laughs> Yes. Because, see, that's why, see, I knew that you were going to say that. See, this is what's super cool about first understanding you and learning about you, because then you also intuitively cannot turn that knowledge off now. You cannot help yourself but to pay attention to others. And you know what I mean? Immediately go, okay, now I know how to communicate with this person. Um, And C style, I find they really dig into it. You, you were very, um, uh, in other words, you're asking yourself, okay, wait a minute. I want to be truthful with this. So I think I would answer it this way. But what would my husband say? Okay, let me think about this for just a second. See, Mike and I, we would just read the question and go, mm, yep, click. And we would yep, that's the me. <laughs> you, 
you are much more analytic, methodical, you're thoughtful, you're, um, you know, calm about it. And you want to make sure that it's right or as close to correct as possible. See, me and Mike, we move so fast that people like you turn around and say, hey, listen, if you would just slow down a little bit, you'd probably get more stuff right. And you would have to <laughs> some of these methods. Like, Mike, if you would just slow down when you put the coffee cup in the sink, you wouldn't crack cups, Dad. Thank you. <laughs> it's like a, a bull in a, a china closet. So here's a question for you, Cynthia. How yeah. do you deal with a person that is, what is it? What are you, what are you Mike? You're an influencer? Mm-hmm. How would one, dominant. How would yeah. one deal with a dominant influencer? <laughs> <laughs> well, see, here's, well, first off, um, when you recognize, so when you are a, um, uh, a I'm going to say slower paced, methodical, analytical, so you're a C or an S, the I's and the D's, the fast paced people drive you nuts, right? And so mm-hmm. we come across as being difficult. The mm-hmm. flip side of the coin is the I's and the D's get frustrated with the C's and the S's because we're saying, okay, already, let's go. <laughs> We've discussed this five times already. Enough. Yeah. Let's go. And so here's my point with um, answering your question. The opposite will frustrate us. The opposite will come across to us as they are being difficult. They're not being difficult. We are not being difficult or demanding. We are being who we are in the best version of us. And so the best way to get through situations like that and and it be positive and drive results and, and actually have outcomes is to pay attention to the priorities and the pace of the other personality. So Mike and I need to pay attention to you. We need to give you the time that you need in order for you to process the information. And then you and I together with Mike decide what is a deadline that you're comfortable with. She's staring me down. Leave you alone. Yeah. See, so there's um, learning on both sides. Does that make sense? Yes. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, it does. Absolutely. But, but you know, I'm, I'm so happy that you're talking um, about those, uh, the, the little, uh, okay, because it, the way you're talking about it, I really appreciate that because a lot of people are going to look at me and you and Taryn and say, hey, guys, w- w- why is it important for me? Well, I mean, pfft. What, what do I do with this information? So I'm a D or an I or an, you know, whatever. What is, how, how does that benefit me as a person? What would you say to that? Well, very importantly is if you are aware of who you are, what your pace is, what your communication style is, and so on, then mm-hmm. it provides you with more ammo and strength, courage, ability, confidence to go out there and get whatever it is that you want and drive results and gain massive success. Yeah. If you ignore it, then you're just going to continue to idle by and get those mm-hmm. little wins. Yeah. Right. And yep. so, and, totally and success could live, be in whatever it is that you're, you, that you're endeavoring. I mean, whatever it is that you're absolutely. after. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, listen, so Tara, here's something that I'm going to share with you that I found um, intriguing, interesting. And I was like, Wow as a mom. Okay. Okay. We have six children, five girls and a boy. So you can imagine the personalities running around in my house when they were younger. Right. And then teenagers, puberty and all that. 
understanding and knowing personalities, love languages, and um, communication styles and such. That's mm-hmm. how I learned how to communicate with my kids. I had a better understanding of why they were making the decisions that they were making, um, why they weren't going out with their friends, why they preferred to stay home and study in their room. Or do you get where I'm going? Oh, One yeah. One's an extrovert. Absolutely. Another's an introvert. One says, wait a minute, Mommy, we need to discuss this. I don't understand what you're saying. And then another one's like, okay, Mom, hurry up. Are we leaving or not? Yeah. So, you know, it, it helps in our personal life as well as it does at work. So understanding ourselves and having self-awareness helps us be a better parent, helps us be a better friend, um, a better spouse, um, yeah. a, a better leader at work. And by yeah. the way, if you're in sales or a business owner, boy, does it help you drive productivity, Ooh. growth, and sales for your company. Okay. Yeah. It's just a win-win across the board. Absolutely. No, I agree with you 1,000%. I mean, just think about it. If we had gone through this uh, before COVID, since apparently uh, divorces have gone way up <laughs> since COVID, <laughs> I think maybe we would have, you know, a lot of people probably that was would have been a good thing to give out and a little pamphlet to everybody and say, hey, guys, go into lockdown here uh so you don't Take kill each other personality <laughs> exactly. you know but it's yeah, kind of exactly. it's kind of like you're you're right Cynthia you have to sort of the self-awareness helps you kind of mold whatever direction you want to go like for me you know I know that I am not very sort of aggressive and dominant so whatever I want to succeed in is going to have to happen in a way that is going to highlight the skills that I do have a dominance over you know what I mean? In terms of the, you know, the category that I'm in. Would you agree with that? Yes, because that's the way you feel and that's what you believe. So I'm going to say yes, absolutely. Yeah. For her, probably that, she has that, to analyze everything, find out the exact route she's taking, what she's going to do yes. step by step. You yes. have to have a pros and cons list. You yeah. have to have a checklist. <laughs> you have to have all that An stuff. Excel spreadsheet. And oh, yes, my ma'am. goodness. Those are awesome. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I have a thousand of them on my desk. <laughs> mm-hmm. Excel spreadsheet with um, um, uh, formulas in there. We're reviewing the data. Mike, we have got to make an educated, deliberate decision. We can't just, you know, shoot a spit wall at the wall, Mike. What are you talking about? Right, <laughs> Mike, Mike, stop talking. Just listen to me. Let me finish my thought before you interrupt me. Right? (laughs) Oh, boy. That's sounding familiar now. (laughs) Now, see, see, I'm picking on you, Mike, but because I want to make a point. Listen, if we understand the other, if we understand ourselves and who we're communicating with and what we want, third thing, now we know how to approach it to get what we want and drive results, right? Because we can't anticipate what the other person is going to say or do or react to. Now we have a stronger understanding of how to approach it. Look at it like this. Anytime we have a big, important radio show to get ready for, (laughs) or a big meeting or a team meeting or a sales meeting or whatever it is, we prepare for it. We pay, we research or take a look at our notes from previous conversations. Who are we meeting with? 
What is the purpose of the conversation? What is the agenda? You get where I'm coming from. You prepare for that interaction. You prepare for that meeting. You review what are, what is it that, what's the end goal? What results do I want after this meeting? It's the exact same um, approach and process when it comes to communication and interacting with another human being. This is a relationship. And the first most important question is asking yourself, is this relationship important to me? If the answer is yes, then do something about it. Um, yeah. and, and if I may, I'm going to teach you all a little trick okay. on how to recognize your personality and then how to quickly recognize someone else's personality. Because, listen, if you just listen and pay attention to people, they will tell you who they oh, are absolutely. and what they want. Right. Cynthia, can you hold and that so thought for us? On Absolutely. That trick. Let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, I am now very curious. I want to know what that trick is. I want the secret. Join us after the break. Welcome back to The Scope. Entertainment, intrigue, and good conversation. Catch up with Mike and friends right now. This is The Scope on 1041 Real Radio. I'm your host, Mike, and today we are talking with life strategist, author, and speaker, Cynthia Blackwell, about how to navigate the world of today through self-awareness. Welcome back, uh, Cynthia. Thank you. Okay, I am so ready. I want to know the trick. Let's talk the trick. Okay, so let's talk the trick. So listen, people um, um, have two things to pay attention to in order for you to connect with them. Because when we connect with another human being, we can drive results. We can get whatever it is that we want. Okay? Correct. So pay attention to two things, and that is a person's pace, including yourself, and then a person's priorities, what's important to them. Okay? So first, pay attention to yourself. Am I fast-paced? Do I talk fast, move fast, make decisions fast? If that's you, you're either a D or an I. Okay, so keep that in mind. If you just uh-huh. answer to yourself, yep, I'm fast-paced, move fast, talk fast. Um, yep, I irritate other people because I move so fast sometimes. Okay, <laughs> so you're either a D or an I, so hold that thought. Or yep. the other person is either a D or an I. Second question. Are they all about process? Now, now we're going to talk about priorities. Are they all about process, facts, right, tasks, or are they all about relationships and emotionally driven? Now, here's a real trick as to how you know which they are, okay? If they, because most of us today, especially more so today than before, we're communicating a lot either via text or written, email. Mm -hmm. And so... The task and process-driven person, fact-driven person, is going to send you an email. So, you're, Mike, you're going to receive an email like this, um, or excuse me, Tara, you're going to receive an email like this from Mike, okay? Mike's going to open up, hey, Tara, where are we at with the show for this date? Mm-hmm. And that's going to be it. It's not going to be, hi, Tara, how you doing, smiley face. Yes. And, and all warm, okay? It's going to be... I force myself, for believe point. me. <laughs> okay? And then, and then, all right? Um, that's how we know he's task and process-driven. Now, if you are relationship-driven, 
and all about emotion, meaning the relationship is more important to you than the task, the process, or the facts, okay? It's all in how I feel and how you feel. That's more important to me. We'll get that stuff done, but it's more important that I know you feel good about what we're doing, okay? Now, Mm -hmm. I would send an email to Mike like this. Hi, Mike. Smiley face. I hope my my message finds you well. Thinking about you this lovely, beautiful, cool morning with my Saturday I Love You coffee cup. Next paragraph. Do you have X, Y, and Z for the show coming up? Let me know if I can help. Have a great day. Smiley face. Do you see the difference in the communication style? Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, people do this in person, too. So how do you know someone is like that on the phone? Just pay attention to them. When you call them, if it's like crickets or like pulling teeth to get them to communicate with you and you go, hey, are you still there? (laughs) And and then it's quiet and they go, yeah. They're probably a C style, okay? They say what they need to say and then they're done. So again, If you just pay attention to people, ask yourself these two questions. What's their pace? Are they fast-paced, talk fast, you know what I mean, make decisions fast and and somewhat of an extrovert? Or Mm -hmm. are they slower-paced, meaning they're more methodical, I need more information, I need to do some research, I can't get this done in 24 hours, I need 72 hours. You see where I'm going with this? They're much more conscientious and thoughtful and and um, consistent in their pace. So ask yourself, what's their pace? Fast, extrovert, quick, or slower, methodical, analytical, and considerate with their movements and actions, right? Then next, are they task and process-driven and fast? That's the D and the C. Mm -hmm. Or are they relationship-driven and emotionally charged? That's the I and the S. Those are their priorities. That that tells us how to communicate effectively with the other person and connect with the other human being, no matter what the purpose of the interaction or connection. Am I your boss and and I need you to get this done? Or am I um, a sales girl carrying a bag and I want you to buy my product? I want you to sponsor the scope, man. Sponsor the scope. (laughs) I need to connect with you, right? So, Agreed. Did that Agreed. make sense? I can believe it or not, it, it does because as you're speaking, I'm thinking about it from a sales process, and from a sales process, um, it, it it just 100. percent I mean, one of the things we learn, you learn, and we've I've taught people in sales is that make sure your pace matches your clients uh, or your prospective clients' pace, and then. Um, you have to find out about their priorities so you can understand how to deal with them. Yes. If they're going to ask you for numbers, for don't talk emotions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, you know. Yes. Yes. Now let's look at it from a leadership perspective because you have a business and you have employees. Yep. It's the same thing. We're selling to them. We're mm-hmm. selling your leadership. We're selling they want to work for you. They want to invest and impact your business. Right? Yep. It's yeah. the same thing. Yeah. We want to motivate people. We need to connect with them. You know, there's a difference between motivating them and inspiring them, which is a whole other show. But oh, yeah. um, if you pay attention to their personality, they'll tell you how to do it. If we just, now, Terry, you're going to love this. Are you ready? 
Oh, I am ready. If we just slow down and pay attention to people and what's going on around us, we could do a great job of connecting with them. I I agree. (laughs) You know, I'll go into Mike's office and I'll have like this whole thing that I need to say to him. In the middle of me speaking, he'll be like, oh, turn that light on, turn the fan on. Grab me that piece. And I'm like, Mike, yeah. listen, just you got to listen through <laughs> to what I'm trying to tell you. He's like, but, but I see, am yeah. that. And I've already processed what she's saying, but I haven't yes. processed it. You've processed it. Yet. <laughs> yes. And so see, here would be my piece of advice to you, Miss Tara, before you go in to talk to him, uh-huh. see, Mike, um, high D's. Um, especially my husband is a high D by the way. And I, and, and I should have never taught him the term land the plane because I love to give details. And he, he always <laughs> says this to me, land the plane. And I'm like, stop saying that. And he's like, well, you taught it to me. So anyway, back to the subject. The best thing to do with Mike is this, because he does that to you. You want to give him details and do a data report or get give him information so he can give you an answer, approve or no or whatever. Right. Yeah. So ask him for the ask him for the five minutes. I want to discuss A. And then when you go in there on a little piece of paper, write down three bullets or the bullet specific to what you want to say to him. Because remember, he doesn't want a full sentence. He wants cliff notes. Yes. <laughs> the, you know, the problem is this. People want cliff notes. Yeah. It, the problem is I, I and it, she's she's absolutely correct because what happens is she'll come in and say uh, we need to do this because of this and I'll say yep okay done deal let's go and but she'll 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 continue uh, as I call it sell the process <laughs> and I'm not okay I'm done with it I've already made the decision he wants it's to make sure to you have let's all go. the information yes so. You know, but she still has more information on why it's a good choice. But what she said to begin with was actually enough for me to make. Well, that I enjoy. I enjoyed this therapy session. <laughs> this <laughs> I have phenomenal. gotten some good information here. This is phenomenal. Um, you so know, see, was that helpful, Tara? Now, now you, now you're going to have um, more effective communication interaction with Mike. Absolutely, absolutely. Yep. Especially that we have to work and two different things together. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, uh, Cynthia, I, I really, really, really. Uh, well, first of all, we have to let everybody know that this was only part one. So there's definitely, as you can see, one hour will not do someone like Cynthia justice. I mean, Cynthia is a wealth of knowledge. And, you know, as I said, I personally cherish our friendship. And I think a lot of her, very highly of her. So um, I appreciate it, my friend. Uh, So I want to thank you for this episode. And of course, um, tell everybody that we've got, you know, part part two two coming up Mm -hmm. in February sometime. Um, And as I said, thank you so much for being with us today. Um, How do they how do people look you up, Cynthia? Well, um, uh, you can take check me out on my website, CynthiaBlackwell.com. Social yep. media, Facebook and Instagram. Do a search for the Cynthia Blackwell. There is no other. And then on LinkedIn, just search for Cynthia Blackwell and you'll find me. And if Thank I you have so one much, piece Cynthia. of advice from the show today, self-awareness. We, we Don't done. be afraid to look in the mirror. You're perfect just the way you Thank are. Thank you. Thank you so much, Cynthia. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for your listening. Join us next week. Have a great weekend.
Thank you for listening to The Scope, thought-provoking conversations about ideas, issues, and current events that affect us all. Catch Mike and friends next week at 8, right here on Real Radio for The Scope. Take your business and brand awareness to the next level. Join The Scope and connect directly to customers on a personal level with a sponsorship on the show. We'll work with you to deliver the message you want to engage with listeners. Learn more about the growth we can bring to your business. Email our marketing team today to get started at talk at overdriveradio.org or visit our website, overdriveradio.org. Bring your business and brand awareness to the next level with The Scope. Get details at talk at overdriveradio.org, overdriveradio.org.